Squadcast, the Tag Digital Podcast. Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Tag Digital Squadcast with me, Steph, Marketing Manager at Tag Digital. Don't think I ever say that, so I thought I'd better let you all know. So I'm here today, joined by Jamie. Hello. Usual. Hey Jamie, how are you? Yes, very well, thank you. Very good. Good, and then we've got another special guest, he's back, Connell. Hey, hello. hello. <laughs> how are you today? Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm excited good. to be back. The, pe- the people wanted more Connell and Jamie, so. Yeah. By popular demand. Yeah, exactly, you're back. Want. Good to have you. So today we've got an exciting podcast, as always. Um, we're going to be talking about AdWorld, AdWorld experience. And you guys were lucky enough to go to Bologna. Yeah, we were there. Nice. It was brilliant. We experienced it. You've experienced it. Had you been to Bologna before? Um, I hadn't been to Bologna before. I've been to Italy a few times. but uh, Oh, Italy. All oh, right. Have you been to AdWorld experience before? No, this was our first this time. Was, so This um, was your debut. Yeah, we haven't actually been, no, neither of us actually been to many PPC events, like specifically, there's there's not very many out there, so. Is that the what the, you, okay, we'll go into that in a minute. I'm going to ask you some, some quick questions first, of course, but they're not quick fire this week. Okay, no. So, I want to know, Jamie, what's your superpower? Apart from being incredibly handsome. You can have that as one of you on. Um, my superpower would be <laughs> like my actual superpower, or what would I like my superpower to be? Um, I thought about that after I asked you the question. What would you like your superpower to be? Probably time travel. I was going to say that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, what is your actual superpower that you have currently then? Super organization. Fair. I like that. Nice. Right, Connell? Over um, to you. Probably just being content. Oh, that's such oh, that's so heartwarming. I'm pleased you said that this morning. That's nice. Okay, that's good. That's a good one. And what would you like your superpower? Yeah, I was gonna say time travel too, okay. but mostly for going back and like I don't know. Just, just mm. we enjoyed that world experience so yeah, much. Yeah, experience. Want to go back. Okay. All oh right, because you want to be able to go back to stuff. Yeah, yeah. and what, forward. Yeah. Back, okay. Back. Yeah, you're kind of obsessed, Jamie, with the future on you and. You asked me a question about what I think 50 years time looks like. To me, I hadn't even thought of it, to be honest. Yeah. So, nice. Okay, fun fact about yourself, Jamie. A fun fact about me? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in a band. Yeah, that That's is a fun, fun fact. Uh, for those that don't know that, a lot of people here know that. But Promo the band. Yeah, they're called Dear Leader. If you want to check us out, we're on all your main streaming platforms. That is, that is a very fun fact. Connell, that's a tough one to follow, but I bet yeah, you have a good one too. It's not that fun. But um, my one was that I accidentally created a very popular um, private Facebook group for uh, for fans of a, an Irish country singer called Daniel O'Donnell. Um, <laughs> that's sort of great arms and legs, and it's got over 10,000 members in it now. No way! Um, it was a bit of a joke to start with, and it is very blatantly a joke, but it's got a lot of members. It's that's called, so good. Uh, just to plug it, it's, uh, it's called Daniel O'Donnell's Real Fans. Uh, please, only real fans join, and it's all, all capitals. So. <laughs> and are you keeping going with that? Um, there gets a bit of admin here and there, yeah. Oh my goodness, great. I am not a member yet. 
yet, so that's exciting. Still haven't accepted me in, but... Oh, only real fans. There's multiple admins, yeah, I don't know for real fans. Yeah. Fair enough. I actually don't even know who it is, so I think I would get declined. But maybe I do my research beforehand? Maybe, yeah, there is qualifying questions you have to answer to, to get in. Squadcast, the Tag Digital Podcast. Okay, so I could have talked about that Facebook group forever, so I thought I'd better cut that there. We can talk more about it later. Um, AdWorld experience. So it was in Bologna. Tell us a bit more about it, Connell. Can you tell us exactly what it was? Yeah, so um, it was pretty much a two-day experience. Um, hosted in one of the hotels in Bologna. Um, so there was three rooms. One was focused on Google ads, one was focused on Facebook ads, and then one was focused on other networks and CRO on day one. Um, so these were more kind of like lectures, like hour and a half, people going through some of the recommendations. Um, and the day finished with like an ads clinic where um, a few people would show their accounts, basically to a room of experts, and all the experts would give their feedback on terms of their setup and uh, give them some recommendations for, for going forward. And there was two of those people that went through that. Um, and then day two was a bit more of like a case study day. So there was one room for the Italian market and there was one room for the international market. Oh, really? And this was a bit more quick fire. So there would have been like three sessions at a time each, like 30 minutes. Um, people would bring up some case studies where they've seen really good results, sort of putting into practice a lot of like what we'd learned the day before. So there were some speakers that had spoke on the Thursday that would also speak on the Friday, showing like the actual kind of facts and statistics behind um, what they'd been teaching the day before. So yeah, oh, it was cool. really interesting. Did you guys get involved with the ad clinic? Um, we more kind of like were, um, what's it like sofa? <laughs> Sofa coaches, like yeah. we, didn't, we didn't get like involved. I can't yeah. remember what the, the actual word that's, is. I like that. Um, I think that's it's a clever way of doing it because a lot of the time you kind of get, you go to these events and you just get given the information and it's like a lot of information for people to take on. So it's good to kind of put that into practice yeah, pretty was, much straight after the event. It was really kind of cool. That part especially, the kind of the ads clinic, we weren't sure what the format of that would be, but... Um, it was quite interesting to see or kind of re- reconfirm that what people are doing on even the other side of the world, because these guys are Italian, mm-hmm. what they do PPC-wise in Italy is also, you know, the best practices also are kind of what we're doing on, on our side. And there's a lot of similarities, but also a lot of differences in opinion. I think that's what we noticed in that session where there was a lot of people chiming in with their opinion. That's probably why Connor was like, we were more kind of armchair yeah. fans because there were some things we were like, no, I wouldn't do that. Or some things are like, I definitely would do that sort of thing. But it was just good to see everybody else's perspective. But it was in Italian as well. So that's probably why we, like, it was being translated into English. Oh, was it? For us. Uh, some of the sessions were in Italian, mm. translated to English. The majority of them were in English. As in, did you have headphones on? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. So ma- the majority of them are in English, translated to Italian. Just uh, that one in particular was Ita- like, it was mm-hmm. Italian accounts, Italian websites. All the ad copy was in Italian. So. We were just kind of sitting back and kind of just taking it all in, um, but yeah, it was it was good. I really enjoyed oh, it. And how many people were at the event, uh, roughly? I don't actually know, but like hundreds, thousands. Probably so about a, a hundred, maybe. Yeah. yeah, probably a couple of hundred. Okay. So each room could probably hold about sixty people at okay. a time. Um, there were some sessions; the rooms were like overflowing, and there were some that. Um, yeah. They were kind of spread out across the other rooms, so yeah, I'd say there was probably a few hundred there over the over the course of the weekend. And you'd book into the sessions you wanted to go to, or you just turn up? 
uh, just turn up really so the some of the especially on the second day where there was only two tracks because obviously Connell mentioned there was three tracks on the first day mm-hmm. um, the day that there was only two tracks if one room was a bit busier they were actually live streaming the kind of busier session downstairs because um, it's all, it was also live stream it was a you could you could join virtually as well so all the content was available online as well okay. so they were streaming the most kind of well attended probably the international market room downstairs because there'd be a higher demand for that so if you weren't able to get into one of the rooms you could go down to the, the spare room and just stream it nice i think it's quite a good idea as well having these events which are kind of more tight-knit so then you it sounds like you're all very engaged with what was going on and people were asking questions and i think that's when you learn more than just kind of getting fired the info Sounds good. So would you say Adworld experience met your expectations? Uh, I think so. I don't know. I don't know if we knew what to expect, to be honest, because I get, like I said, none of us have, or neither of us have been to a PPC event before. Um, but it was, I would say definitely met my expectations, I guess, because I didn't really have many. But mm-hmm. um, I like, what I would say is I like the kind of format of it and I like that it's an event that's driven purely on like, storytelling and experiences that's kind of it's in the title adult experience but it's built on people sharing their case studies so you actually are getting real life examples and think you're not just saying here's what you could do but there's no data to back up everything was backed up by data everything was driven off of like previous experience and um yeah it's just good to kind of that allowed for more discussion and more questions and things like that like what did you do here or what was your ad copy like etc mm-hmm. etc so yeah. And were there loads of different companies speaking from all different backgrounds, B to C, B to B? Yeah, there was coverage across um, the whole suite, really. Like all yeah. of um, a lot of different countries in Europe were covered. Um, there was discussion like the American markets. Um, there was a lot of B to B, a lot of B to C, um, and pretty much every network you could think of as well. So um, they kind of covered all bases, really. Yeah. Okay, so what were your key takeaways from AdWild experience? So I think a lot of our takeaways for both me and Jamie was to look a little bit more at um, like value-based bidding and the attribution models. So there's a few really good sessions. Um, a fellow called Bert Gary did one that was really good. And it was looking at different attribution models across different platforms and attributing um, conversions to different touch points along the journey. Um, and it works. It seems to work really well for like high value items, so like high value ticket items. Um, and it is something that we could maybe start to employ a little bit more um, in our campaigns as well. So a lot of this would be like uh, recording like what's called like micro conversions, so um, actions that people take on site, but not necessarily like registering or buying a ticket but it implies that they are very interested so um helping to like feed google's algorithm going forward with this data um can be really helpful for our campaigns cool jamie what would you say um yeah just echo what connell said there so looking further into value-based bidding so just assigning different different values to different micro conversions so for example assigning a higher value to like a ticket purchase but a slightly lower value to uh, things like brochure downloads so you could say for every one ticket purchase that you get three brochure downloads equal the same value to your client and that just allows you to use more kind of value based bidding um, bidding methods and bidding strategies within Google Ads and allows you to get the most kind of return 
um, that it's going to benefit your client as well. And the other key takeaway that was discussed a lot, and we've discussed it a lot on the podcast, is just harness, harnessing first-party data. It's definitely something that we should be doing anyway. We, we don't know what's going to happen in the future. We've already discussed that on the podcast, but it's something that we should definitely be doing anyway. We, we're always going to be able to do it, making use of your own data. And that kind of feeds into the value-based bidding as well, the more kind of micro-conversions you can track on site. So like the valuable actions on your website, that is actually first-party data as well. Um, we, the more of that data we can gather, the smarter our bidding strategies are going to get and the more kind of value we're going to get from our campaigns. So to summarise, that's my key takeaway. Well, do you find that, just going back to the value-based bidding, do you find that clients understand that straight away or do you, do you tend to have to explain that quite a lot? So there are, there are some clients that will know this. So they will say for every um, 15 people that download our brochure, one will buy a ticket. So there are some that have like a, an understanding of what weight to put behind their different actions on their site. So they can see historically a thousand people have watched the video on our website, um, 10 have went on to buy a ticket. So you can weight that accordingly going forward. And that's basically what we would put into um, our setup in Google Ads and say like, okay, this is worth like a tenth of uh, of a ticket if there's 100 views or something like that so yeah. you can also it doesn't have to be like something tangible like a brochure download a lot of clients might be able to dig into their like website data and be like we know that users who have visited at least four pages of our website in one session are have a much higher probability of converting so we want to measure if somebody's clicked on an ad and then visited four pages we can then you know count that as not like not a full conversion but a mm-hmm. soft conversion and we know we can follow up on that if we're measuring that, that then gets we can make, build audiences off of that. That that's creating a kind of whole new layer of first-party data that we aren't actually harnessing at the moment. So, out of interest, so you're talking about using historical data there to decide how to attribute certain actions. Is that right? If you if a client was to have no historical data, what what do they do at that point? It's not so much historical data. It's more just tracking going forward kind of what users are doing on site a bit closer or clo- more, a bit more closely don't know what the right term yeah. is there but you know what I mean so just just going beyond that you know main interaction like of course we want to drive as many ticket sales as possible but in order to get the best amount or the most amount of data or most amount of information on what your users are actually doing what your audience is actually doing we should actually be tracking these kind of softer conversions as well as secondary conversions still measuring our main kind of KPI against ticket purchases but all that data that we create like collect from the website itself then does just get fed back into not just google ads facebook ads or meta ads sorry linkedin ads and then just helps build even smarter and more powerful kind of bidding strategies as well so not to get too technical okay yeah no nice sorry that was my fault going off off on a tangent so going back to talking about ad build experience so You've touched upon it there a little bit, but what would you say your favourite session was? We'll start with you, Connell. Um, yeah, so I think one of my favourite sessions wasn't even actually on Google Ads, which is what we do, but um, there was a session on the second day by a guy called um, Federico, and he was talking about using Facebook ads for e-commerce. Um, and it was more the delivery of the session. Um, all three of us were in watching it that day, and all of us were really like glued to this um 
to him pretty much when he was presenting and he broke down everything pretty pragmatically so like this was the problem we tried to solve this and that like x plus y equaled z and he was going through pragmatically every step of the whole journey until they got to like a solution that was profitable for them so it was just really interesting to see that laid out on screen and the step-by-step -step process that they all went through until they found a solution but um, yeah, it was cool yeah broadening your knowledge as well with a bit of facebook yeah. in there too yeah i guess it was based on facebook because that's what he primarily did but the actual kind of meat and bones of a session was mm -hmm. transferable completely across any ad platform and i think a lot of the those sessions were that were on like Facebook and LinkedIn, which obviously we don't do a lot of, like myself and Connor, we do more of the Google side. But that session was like breaking down, like, oh, I can either choose to improve click-through rate or I can choose to improve cost per conversion. So which one do I do? Right, I'll try cost per conversion. So what does that, what's that made up of? And that's always going to be the same across any platform as well. So it's just like really getting granular on how you can improve certain wee bits um, yeah. in order to get like more gradual change across your campaigns. Mm. Sounds like you've taken a lot from these sessions so it sounds like it's been a very beneficial event. Um, what would you say then your highs and lows are? So we'll start with you Connell. These don't have to be necessarily about the event, it can be about your trip in general. Yeah I know we've talked a lot about the event um, like so far in this podcast but I think a real high was just the city. Um, just getting to explore Bologna. So myself, Jamie and, and Jess, who'll probably be on the future Facebook version mm -hmm. of this podcast, um, we stayed on the Saturday and Sunday and we're just getting to explore um, Bologna, really getting to go through the culture and experience like the nightlife, the day life. <laughs> um, the food. The foods, the weather, the beer. It was class. <laughs> that sounds so nice. Yeah, I'd love great. to go to Bologna. Oh, Jamie, me? what was your high? Uh, my personal high just was being in a way with some great company and a really great city definitely want to go back um soon a, a romantic city now mm, me and jimmy yeah, share a room please don't say that <laughs> we did share a room for a while um and it was a, a new bond level of bond was made. but um no i wouldn't say it's that romantic but it's definitely got a lot of culture so got a really nice university one of the oldest universities in europe i think um and yeah we just loved walking it's very accessible we walked around everywhere uh, so that's a personal high. Obviously some great sessions as well. Some things that we can take away and implement straight away, which is exactly what you want from an event like this. Yeah. Um, and, and then in terms of lows, we have the same low of ordering the wrong pizza. No. <laughs> How come? How uh, can you have a bad pizza? So no, in Italy. To summarise very quickly, the story was, we liked the look of this one pizza on the menu, not speaking a word of Italian. We were like, that has got like salami in it that'll mm -hmm. be really good and then the woman comes out and goes this is a calzone and we were like oh i don't want a calzone oh, right. too much so we just were like let's just get this one here that's above it i think it said like salsiccia and we're like, that must be like sausage that would do it comes out it's got no tomato base on it or no white base it's just bread like oh that's interesting base, cheese and spinach with a little bit of sausage on it and um it was just spinach overload, to be honest. You should have so. done half and half. Yeah. But Jamie doesn't share, so. I do share. <laughs> Not your food, you don't. No. <laughs> um, okay, so that's an equal low then. You should have had pasta. Oh no, it was a pizza place. It was a pizza place. Yeah, it was pizza. <laughs> Fair enough. Jess had a nice pizza. I saw pictures. Yeah. I saw a lot of your nice pictures as well. We'll be sharing a reel of your experience shortly. 
Hashtag lots influencer. Of, yeah, lots of nice, lots of nice videos. We've now got a TikTok. Mm. Plug of the TikTok yeah. and our Instagram. Tag so talk. there's some fun, fun stuff on there because the team are traveling all over the place, um, attending events, hosting our own events. So there'll be some exciting reels across our social platforms. Um, so yeah, cool. Squadcast. <laughs> The Tag Digital Podcast. Okay, so I've got one final question. So we've chatted a lot about AdWorld experience, but I would like to know if you could know the truth about one thing, what would it be? Connell? Um, Pyramids. I want to know how. How they were built. That is a question that I've been asking myself for a long time. They'll have taken a long time to build. Yeah. Is there no info on that anywhere? That's all, can I? It's not confirmed. I think they were just chiseling away for years. But elbow grease. Yeah. Hard work, hard yeah. graft. Lots of olive oil. Yeah. Have you been to the pyramids? No. No, yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Jamie, what would you say? Uh, obviously, I'm a big nerd, so take it back to Google, but I would like to know how Google smart building works, or just Google's algorithms in general. Someone knows the answer to that. Yeah. Maybe I reckon producer Alex knows the answer to that <laughs> oh we just love google here don't we um okay well thanks guys for joining thanks so much for sharing your experience of adworld experience it sounds great and looking forward to chatting soon no worries thanks for having us thanks very much squadcast the tag digital podcast listen to the squadcast on apple Podcasts or spotify